It's a cool, brisk night tonight, and you're listening to the Just Talking Podcast with me, your host, Jonathan Milby. How you doing, guys? Did you like that smooth intro? So, this episode, I think we're going to talk about something that I would say that I'm very, very much a collector and passionate and interested in, but have a very hard time in actually partaking in it, and that is books. I, <laughs> this, is how, this is how, this is how bad I am about reading my books. Uh, we're in the process of moving right now, and I've collected up so many books that I had to put, some of them already packed and everything, but the ones I had left in my room were in my three bottom drawers of my dresser which are like the big part like the big ones like you put jeans in and um, larger stuff these are like the larger dresser drawer parts of this dresser the three bottom ones and I had all three of those filled with books and so I was yesterday I was thinking you know I should probably take those out and pack them so I don't know why I took them all out and then I literally put them all into one big box and it's just sitting in my bedroom and I'm thinking it's like well you know this is kind of stupid because it's impossible to move this without a dolly and I'm not I'm going to destroy my back doing this for now I'm just going to leave them in the box and then I think what I'll do is I'll just uh, redistribute them into other boxes to make it less uh, burdensome but yeah I have a really bad habit of collecting a lot of books like buying them because it's sometimes it is like I get caught up by the cover and I'm like oh this seems really interesting I'd read that and I buy it and then I never I just don't read it I haven't read it like I've I've only read it in my I think in my entire life the most books I've finished like my own personal books I've bought I think I've finished less than 10 of them and I probably have over I have over 100 maybe even over 150 books and I'm just like I have so many, I have, I like, when I, when I get my own house and everything and I have enough money, I, I want a library so I can put all my books in there and then I can buy as many books as I want and just put them in there and then read them and, and if I don't read them, I'll just pass them on to whoever and they can read them or I guess they can sell them, I don't know, or I'll donate, I'll donate them to a school university maybe, but I have a, I just have this bad habit of collecting a lot of books and just not reading them fast enough or not reading them at all. But I've I've noticed recently that I I actually read faster on uh, on ebooks on well, on a on a, on a on a Kindle Kindle Amazon Kindle. Uh, I have this uh, so my grandma had an old she, well it wasn't old uh, it's a Amazon Kindle second generation paperwhite and it has a keyboard and it's like the it's 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 slim and it's very um, it just it's it's very simple. Uh, compared to like the first Amazon Kindle that had like this slider thing on the side and like really awkward fat or like protruding buttons and everything and this it was very rigid looking the second gen was like more slim and less buttons still old but it was the paper white and it works great and I've actually read like two books on there already and I think it took me about two weeks to read one of the books and the book was about Man, 
I get it confused because on there it doesn't say pages, it says location. And there's like uh, like a 1700 locations and I read through it. I would say it's less than 500 pages probably that I read because it didn't seem it couldn't have been more than that. I read it too quick. But I'm reading so much faster on my Kindle, so I've been I just been using my Kindle. The only downside is the Kindle apps the the Kindle store on that thing does not is not doesn't work anymore. It's pretty much literally uh, a hard drive that can read books is what it is. But it works great. I I found there's a website called Project Gutenberg and on there there's about 61,000 free books that that the copyright license has stopped being paid for. And most of the books are from 1924 and later. No, 1924 and earlier. So 1924 to like the 1910 to early 1900s to about 1890s. There's books in there from that they're they're they are from. And so I'm reading I'm reading a lot of these old books. I read one it's called Omnilingual by H.M. Beam or something like that. Was it Beam? Yeah. And it it was it was an interesting book like the way they described like they're on Mars and the cityscape of Mars was very similar to like a 50s looking New York but very much more advanced and more martiany I guess with and more desert I guess, and more desert yeah more desert sandy and all that it was a good book the ending the ending was uh, abruptly anticlimactic but it was it was like it was to the point and it it fit the book like the like the title the ending I ex I it was like like oh with that title yeah that makes sense but I was like oh I wish it was something a little bit cooler but this was back in like the early nineteen the twentieth century so but it was a good book so I have a bunch of other books on there I'm reading I have some uh, occult books from there like this one called the the path and the other one's called the initiates of the flame which is supposedly uh like a branched off i don't want to say cult but a branched off religious group that consider themselves christians and believe in god but they put the flame above god like they believe in this flame that god gave them i think and it's it's interesting. I'm reading some of it. There's some other books on there I'm reading. So, I mean, there's 61,000 free books on there that I'm I'm not gonna read them all, but I'll go through them and find the ones I like and read them. There's there's a, there's a whole lot of science fiction on there too, so I'll be able to read a lot of science fiction. I don't read a lot of science fiction. I'm more of a uh, I like I like real life and reference scientific. It's almost like I like I like reading textbooks in a sense, except the ones that they give you for school. Like, it's it's, it's hard for me to read those because they're given to me. Like, oh, this is something I really wouldn't read. If it's something I would read, and it's like, oh, well, this is really interesting, I probably would read it. But most of those textbooks are really bland. But I I really love reference books and informational books. Those are some of my favorites. And then like historical fiction is one of my other second favorites. I'm trying to get into more fantasy and science fiction, even though it's for me it's kind of like 
oh, it doesn't really, it doesn't relate to anything in the world, and it's not real life, and I can't really learn anything from it, because my head, my head's like analytical and logical, it's like, oh, if I'm reading something, I should learn something, but as some, but I get it, like, reading it, it takes you out of the real world and just gives you a break, which I think helps, especially right now, a lot, a lot of the science fiction books just take you into a whole nother world, and it's nice, it's, 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 it's nice, so that's kind of what we're talking about. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know what books I could. I, there's a couple books that I've read that I would recommend to anybody, and that is actually a book called the uh, the wing. The wind is my mother. The wind is my mother. I. Th- is it the wind is my mother it's it's uh it's by it's well it's not by the medicine man but it's written from the narrative of a medicine man named bearheart and he was one of the last true medicine men um in 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 like the u.s indigenous culture i think i could be completely wrong and a lady named molly something like Molly Stark or something like that, she um, kind of uh, wrote out what he spoke of and translated, not translated, but like translated his words into the book. And it, it, some of the parts in that, like, I was so surprised that there was, he had such a humorous way of talking. Because th- some of the things I read, like, it just made me kind of laugh. Like, it was a little bit of old man humor, but, like, a little bit wisdom, like, wisdomous. <laughs> wisdomous is very wisdom. Like, had a lot of wisdom behind it. And it was just funny, some of the things he said. Because I was like, I don't know. I never, ex- I never expected him to say that, and I'm reading it in a book. Like, that's pretty funny. So I think if, if one book I would recommend anybody is The Wind is My Mother by Molly something... And it's 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 based off of uh, a medicine man named Bearheart. So I would look that up. You can find it at Barnes and Noble. I've seen a few copies. My dad's waving at me from the sliding glass door, wondering what I'm doing, talking to myself. My brother's staring at me, and he's opening the door. Now I have to stop talking. <sighs> yeah, so this is happening I don't know why people keep coming out here and they just I don't know they they come in they like I, I try to come out here for privacy my dad wakes up for some reason my brother comes out to just like pat the dog now my brother I know for sure is in there telling my dad oh he's out doing a podcast and my dad's thinking what the hell's a podcast oh it's when you talk to people that you don't know and you just talk to yourself kind of and my dad's like why is he doing that that sounds crazy <sighs> yeah that's my that's my life also a little tangent my brother like I've learned that I can't tell a lot of things to my brother because he'll just uh, blur like vomit him out vomit it out uncontrollably so, like, I can't tell him secrets, because he's gonna just, like, blabber them, like, thinking he's doing a good deed, but he's not, because that's what he just did, like, he just told my dad, oh, he's, oh, he's out there be doing a podcast, and like, 
you know, that's why I came out here, because I don't really, I just, you know, this is my own personal thing, now everyone knows what I'm doing, it's like, oh, so you're doing the podcast, huh, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm just talking to myself, no one's, no one hears it, it's just for my own entertainment, like, it's whatever, though, I'm just, I'm just doing my own thing, you guys, I would recommend that book, uh, let me think of some other books that I've read, oh, there's a book that my grandmother gave me, she passed away a few God, it's been probably eight plus years. It was in 20, 2013 she passed away. Before was it before twenty thirteen? Wait, yeah, it was it was twenty thirteen, and it was, it was Aprilish. It was April. Yeah, it was April, because I think it was either before my birthday or around my birthday, and at the same at that same, that same area, my dog passed away. And I was, and I was doing a play. I was doing Three Musketeers at my community college, and it was, yeah, it was difficult. It was difficult, but it was nice because they, uh, they, they got me flowers, and they dedicated the play to my grandmother and actually some other people's uh, grandparents who also passed away around the same time, so, that actually, that, that, that felt really good, I'm getting kind of choked up, because, you know, I'm an emotional person like that, but, it's, it was nice, it made me feel reassured that, you know, they were there, and they cared about me, that's what I, I miss that about theater, when you do a play, you, you create a family that kind of trumps a lot of things in your life. And that makes you forget about all the all the pain and all the stuff happening around you. So that's the one thing I do miss. I think that's why I enjoy doing this cuz it's a it's like it's like it's 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 2% of what a play is, but it's enough to like give me some some comfort, I guess. You know, I'm I'm I have to have some. I have to have some type of creative outlet, you know, or else I I get really. Uh, I just I get imbalanced basically, you know. I have to have some kind of creative outlet. I have to have, I have to have solitary moments by myself. Uh, but I also need things like you know love and you know, attention from other people, like any other person, I may not express it as much as other people, or at all, but it's a natural thing, we're social animals, we want it, so it's just, yeah, I got a little, I got a little emotional on that, but, well, I guess since we're going down that road, might as well, might as well open up a little bit. I guess amongst this whole moving situation, it's uh, it's a little difficult realizing that the home that we lived in for oh god, probably twenty. 23 years we lived here 
We came here when I was six. So about tw 21 years we've been here. And it's, it's not, it's, I mean, it's not, it's not easy. We, we put a lot of work into this house. It's a whole different house than we, when we got it, you know, the house that they're looking at now is like, I mean, it's the perfect house that they want. It's, you know, it's, it's a little bigger. It's got more, it's got more acreage. It's an area that they'll like. And, you know, they can build, they can do whatever they want and they can build on whatever they want, add to whatever they want. My dad will have his own shop and extra sheds and all types of stuff. It's just difficult. <sighs> amongst all the, amongst school and moving and uh, friendship problems and it's yeah it's just a it's a mix of things and I mean and the <clears throat> and the COVID-19 all the corona pandemic yeah it's it's a it's a lot to carry on my shoulders Part of me thinks that once this is all done and over, and we get up there and move, and they're moved in, you know, I'm gonna. The thing is, I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna stay up there for the entirety of. I'm not. Basically, I'm not staying up there. Is the whole thing. I haven't really decided like for sure, yet, because I'm gonna go up there, move in you know, settle down with them, you know, help them transition. I'm going to spend the summer before fall. And during that summer, I'm going to figure out, you know, what is, what's plausible. Do I stay up in Oregon? Do I, okay, I'm moving to Oregon. Do I stay up in Oregon and go to, or do online classes at Oregon State? Which, from this whole pandemic where I'm doing online classes, I absolutely hate online classes. Like, I can't do them. I can't focus. I can't... There's not... I can't do them. They're not... They don't work for me at all. Um, and I'm just like... I... There's... It, it's a great... Like... Going... The, the the pros of going up to Oregon are... There, there's so... There's... Your nature. It's a great house. My family's there. Like, other than that, there's not really other thing. Like, yeah, I can go get, I can go work near Crater Lake if I wanted, because we're near, we're gonna be near Crater Lake. I can work in the national park, but that requires me, me doing, me getting my bachelor's, because I'm not gonna go just work at the ticket booth at Crater Lake, and get stuck on in a part time job making like thirteen, fourteen dollars an hour. I'm not gonna do that, and then not go to school. And then the whole I, the whole thing of just transition like transferring from a university to another university is like I don't know what that entails. I don't even know like I've never done that. Usually you don't do that. You just go from a community college to a university. So for me like the the hardest thing is like thinking about everybody who's down here, the family's down here. All, most of my family is down here. The only family that that is not in this area are uh, 
one of my aunts or two of my aunts on my dad's side um and then I think those are the only two fam like two family members on both side on both of my parent my mom and dad's side that are not in California. I have extended family like great aunts and uncles that are out in like Illinois and Kentucky, but like as um, like immediate family that they're literally all here in California. And like I'd rather stay here and have all of them, you know, as a support network, you know. For holidays, at least I can still see some of my family for holidays if, for, per, per se, I can't make it up to my family. Or if they don't make it down here for some reason, I can still see my aunts and uncles and then visit my parents when I have when I have the time to go visit them. I mean, granted, I guess if they stay up there, they can probably want me to come up there to spend time with them. Yeah. It's just, like... It's, they're they're going so far away when like our whole family is like literally right here so I don't know it's a it's a hard hard thing to process I guess I don't know where I don't I don't know what the right decision is if I think about it logically I think for school, I want to finish at Sac State, get my bachelor's degree, and then from from there, whatever ha- like everything could change from there, and I either I am permanently anchored in Sacramento by either work or a relationship or something, or after that, nothing really happens, and then I just like oh maybe I'll just go up to Oregon and I'll work up there. That's a possibility, but I just don't know from right. I can't tell. I can't see the future. I don't know. <clears throat> so for now I'm just thinking about getting all this stuff moved up there hopefully getting the house that they're looking at and then taking the summer to figure out like I already have a place that I can stay down here that's not a problem I have I've, I, I technically have yeah, I have a, I have at least two places that I can stay. So, I don't I'm not short on like people that would take me. I have three places actually. If if I needed a place to stay, I'm, I wouldn't be out in the cold. <sighs> but yeah, it's So I have to be I have to be independent sooner or later. I can't be I can't live with my parents forever. That's not an option. That's why that's why I know that I, th- I need to probably transition into mo- staying down here after the summer. Finish up at Sac State work and all that stuff cuz I have, you know, I have a lot of I have a lot of connections down here. I've ever like everybody I know is down here, and it's it's it's. it's I don't, well, I mean, up there it's easy because I can just stay at the house. But it's, what am I going to do? Just stay at the house for you know the duration of whatever doing school, and then work up at Crater Lake, and then still stay there. Like, I mean, I, I want to move out eventually. I want to be on my own eventually. 
and I think going staying up in Oregon is is taking that option away so I'm pretty sure I need to I know I need to stay down here I'm gonna need to live I need to start being a little more independent because I want to be I need to do that and work you know have an income for myself support myself yeah that, I mean that's kind of that's what's uh, yeah that's basically the situation that's kind of what's going on kind of a little it's 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 definitely stressful but I know once get everything moved and once we're up there and then after that it's just taking things out of boxes and putting things up you know that's easy that just takes time so I know I know what I have to do. It's just not as easy as I thought. But let's 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 talk about what we were gonna talk about. So uh I was recommending some books. I already told you what I read. Uh what am I reading so what am I reading right now? Oh Jesus. God, this, this, I gotta move this chair up. Uh, one of the, I think, one of, what, what am I reading right now? I'm reading a book on tarot from the 1900s by W.D. Lawrence, I think. Uh, and it's very, it's actually very, uh, what would you call it? It's very secular in its definitions of the cards, which I actually find very nice because it's, it's giving me, the let, literal definitions and context of each card and, and like the symbology of it rather than giving like an intuitive meaning that someone could pick up on it like he's giving the guys actually explain this card means this um they're holding this this symbol means this this represents about like it's a lot of historical and second secular things that aren't too like out there and and, and intuitive so it helps, it actually helps in uh, understanding the cards. So then when you do talk about it, when it does, when you do talk about it intuitively, it's actually more spot on and the intuition is actually more spot on. So it just, from the beginning, it's it's clear. And I think that's, I think that's actually really nice to like read because I'm reading this like, wow, I didn't even realize that that meant that or that this symbol was there because of this. Most of the, when I listen to like other tarot readers, they're very intuitive and almost, I want to say broadly generic about their definitions. Like I know like the eight of wands, people always say it's communication, right? But when you look at eight of wands, it's eight, it's eight wands going through the air. So it's like, I picture like a volley of wands 
right? So like something like throwing, uh, it's like it's they're moving fast. It's overwhelming. There's a lot of them. Um, it's 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 going up and it's like it's peaking, right? So it's like at a peak, it's at a climax before it starts heading down again. And then like for some reason, people think it's about communication. I guess. I, I mean, maybe. I I haven't even got to the part where I haven't got to the wands part of the book where he talks about it, but I'm interested to see what he says about the eight of wands because I feel like it doesn't have. I feel like it has nothing. It has absolutely nothing to do with communication and rather like fast uh, movement, kind of like fast movement, like an over like overwhelmingly fast movement type of thing. So that's one of the books I'm reading. There's a couple books on there. I'm trying to like stick to one and read it and then move to the next one. I think I have 289s on my 289 books on my uh Amazon Kindle. And it had I think it was like one it was 1.48 gigs. <laughs> and I think I can fit uh, I think I can fit about a thousand books on it cuz a, a book is about at most four megabytes you know a big big book would be like five or six or seven megabytes but most of these like science fiction novels especially if there's no pictures in it it's going to be like kilobytes like like you know 800 to 900 kilobytes i think if i'm doing that right close to one megabyte so it's it's fairly easy to like fill I could fill that thing up with a th- like just about a thousand maybe two thousand books depending on the size so I have plenty of books to read and the thing is like with the moving situation I was things like do I really need to bring all of my books like there's only a couple there's like maybe less than 10 that I would actually keep on me or with me and they're mostly informational that I would want for future college stuff but other than that like I would not I'm not taking any of my like like pleasure reading books for pleasure and like I'm not taking any of those I'm just gonna keep like send them up there with my brother and then he can read them if he wants and then like on my Kindle I'll have pretty much I can I can buy ebooks and put it on there and I can get the free ones off Project Gutenberg so I have I I can get any book I want and put it on there and I you know it's easy enough to you know, I plug in my Kindle onto my computer and it opens up as a drive. I can pull off whatever ebooks I finished and put them into the folder on my computer and then put new ones on. And I can go through like a thousand books at a time if I wanted. Not a thousand, but quite a few. So I think the Kindle's gonna be way more efficient. I mean, while I'm out and about I'll I might buy some books, like physical ones, but I think I'm gonna have to be I have to be careful buying physical books because if I overdo it and like collect another like a couple hundred books and I'm renting a place out that's gonna be uh that's gonna be uh, not good I don't want to have to carry around a thousand like like 400 books so I might just have to stick to using a kindle which I guess is good because it saves paper but I'm a traditionalist I love paperback and hardback and physical books and actually technically I don't like Amazon first of all Amazon is just the Walmart of the internet and I I really hate that they're taking over they're they're taking over everything it's 
it's bad for small business it's bad for medium businesses um, it's just not it's not good they're too big for their own good is what i say and walmart was getting to that point but then amazon just like literally beat them out quick very quickly so it's just like it's it's easy it's too efficient and easy for amazon but at the same time you know that there's like i've i've found more books on other websites that are cheaper than amazon like when i'm getting textbooks if i go to like uh, abe books or like valor books those are always most of the time like 95 percent of the time they're always cheaper than amazon and people always say oh amazon's the cheapest like yeah there's there's smaller book companies out there that are way cheaper that i you should be putting your money into and not like just giving like buying every single thing from amazon it's just i don't think it's healthy for the economy really we need like diversity in our economic flow and money flow through different companies if all our money went through amazon and like it it would almost become some like like weird political superpower you know all the money goes through amazon that comes from like what you you get paid from your your company and then the money you spend as a consumer goes into Amazon. So the consumer market is 90% Amazon. I don't think that's healthy for the That means if you want to that means if you want to create your own business, good luck because Amazon's going to already be in that business basically. And that's not good for you. That's why I'm looking out for the little guys. Anyone who wants anyone who wants their own business shouldn't be supporting Amazon because they're taking away from big business. Or from small businesses and family-owned businesses. You know, I I love. I, I'm worried about all the small bookstores, all the little family bookstores you see, like in old, like in little old towns of different cities. Like those, those are the ones I worry about because at the end of this, like, they never got a lot of uh, people in to make enough to make a, a lot of money. They made like enough to stay open. Now they're not making anything. And when it all slowly opens, they're going to be the last ones to try to eventually come back and probably won't. So I'm worried about, I'm worried about all these little companies, not just the bookstores, but all the little companies. Yeah, I already talked, I wrote in my notes, talk about moving. I already talked about moving. I just wanted to talk about it because it's been on my mind. A lot of things have been on my mind, you know. I guess only the only the only good thing that has come out of it is I found a cool game called <laughs> Sneaky Sasquatch that is this this like it is literally the the best art like uh what mobile game mobile phone game I have played in a long time. There is so much creativity and freedom in the game. Like they've added, I guess they added some uh, updates to it, like major updates where they added a town. And I got it, like, today, and it has already everything in it. So I was like, oh, this game comes... Like, it's already this... Like, it never... It started out, like, as, like, I think you were just in a campsite. And you you could go around and collect garbage. You'd collect food out of the garbage. And you could steal food out of picnic baskets and ice chests. Um, and then eventually you could, like... You would find um, little dirt mounds. But you couldn't do anything with it because you don't have a shovel. And so the currency in there is gold coins, like gold raccoon coins or something, because the shop, the shopkeeper is a raccoon. He's like your little mentor guy. 
and everything he has you have to buy from him with gold coins with his little raccoon face on it uh, and it, it's it's a really cool game like even and you're playing so yeah you're playing as a sasquatch like this little sasquatch guy uh, and you can buy clothes for him to like make him blend in so humans don't recognize him but park rangers will always recognize him unless he re- is wearing a park ranger outfit i think so i've i've yet to there's a, there's like a progress there's a story progression and it's like at some point you get to you can get a job and make money and you have a bank you have a bank account at the at the the bank and the the name of the bank is bank so they're like welcome to bank and it's it's kind of stupid but you get your own little card and everything you have to go to atm and you can deposit and withdraw gold coins so i put like a hundred gold coins in there for like i guess a savings thing and so far, I have like a thousand coins right now, so I'm thinking about going and putting in like four to five hundred coins into the bank, so then I have it there. Um, and then, like at some point, when I I guess when I do that whole job thing, I'll have like an income of coins, and then after that, I can go and there's an apartment thing across the street that you can rent for like fifty coins a day. And you have to put down a down payment of 450 gold coins. So, so I'm guessing the job pays probably more than 50 coins a day. Like 100 coins a day probably. So, it, it's, 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 like a, it's like a Sasquatch Sims game. It's really fun. And it's, it's been keeping me busy. It's, it's nice. I mean, other than the fact that, like, you know moving and stuff is keeping me busy as well so this is at about 37 I'm not going to go to an hour so I don't want to do that to you guys I did that last time this is you know yeah I was just this is a myth this is like I went on a tangent but I was I wanted to talk about some books and stuff like what I'm reading and the the actually the Amazon Kindle was my grandmother's that she had she got it for a Christmas present and she read on it all the time I remember when she used to, uh, my grandma and grandpa used to stay at our house, um, around every holiday, I think like Christmas, they would spend the night for Christmas, and then, and then after that, as they got older, they, they would come over maybe once a month to spend the night with us, because it was just a cool thing, it was a nice little vacation for them, I think, because then my mom would cook like nice food, and they could just hang out. My grandpa would come out to the backyard and uh, he would trim the pear tree every Christmas, I think, or Thanksgiving. He would come out and he would trim the pear tree. Him and my dad would do that. So, yeah, it was it was nice. Because I remember at, my grandma would stay up. She would stay up, like, around 10. She would be in the chair and she would be reading and of course me and Kurt would probably like we'd be in bed by then and she would stay up for I think she stayed up till probably 12 maybe she would read for like maybe an hour or two and she had her little Kindle she was reading on so it was it was cool it's kind of nice to like have it because it reminds me of her and actually has the books that she was reading on it so I have no idea what the last book she was reading but actually was it trying to think what was at the top because that would have been the last book she was reading 
I don't remember. I wish I, I wish I would have paid attention to that. Because then I would have known. So. Because I think at some point that all that stuff got packed away and then I don't even think she had it with her. It was a, it's a cool little device though. It's still pretty, it's slim and light. So it's like really nice. I could see myself taking that thing to school and like, if I'm just, you know, relaxing, pull it out and read it. Like it's great in the sunlight. It doesn't glare, nothing. Battery length is like, I could read it for the whole day and it'd probably go down less than half, like a quarter. Like it wouldn't even, it wouldn't even hit half. So. Of course, you know, reading it the whole day, that's impossible. I would not be sitting down reading that the whole day. But as much as I would want to read it in the day, I could read it as much as I wanted in a day and not worry about the battery. All right, I've 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 talked enough, I think. Those are some of that's, yeah, I love books. I, I love books. Barnes & Noble is my favorite place to go to get books. Barnes & Noble. I remember when I, with my ex, whenever I... I'd go see her down in San Luis Obispo and and then like closer to after she finished at Cal Poly um, like every time we'd go like I'd go anywhere with her we would always have to stop at a bookstore because that was just something I loved doing and she knew that so I always yeah bookstores are my 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 home away from home so they make me happy I think the first thing I'm going to do after this whole quarantine is I'm going to go to Barnes & Noble. I'm going to get a Starbucks coffee. I'm going to hang out. Maybe look at some books. I'll probably bring bring that special friend with me because I know she likes going to Barnes & Noble too. It sucks. As much as I would, as much as I want to just be like, just decide, like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll help you guys move up and then I'm going to head down back down here and I'll be good. It's like, like in my head, I feel like that'd be devastating for them, for me to just go up there and move them in and like in a couple days, just, you know, leave. You know, my parents have been adamant about me like going up there and like, really staying up there with them and I think I know deep down that I'm not going to and I know I'm not going to even though like sometimes I feel like oh maybe maybe something will change my mind and I'll stay up there you know maybe it is really beautiful and I'll stay up there like I, I know it's beautiful up there I know that it's just I have a deeper connection with Sacramento in this area it's not the best, I mean, it's not the best city in the world, but it's home. To me. It's my home. And I enjoy living here. Even though they, you know, they kind of, they're tired of the city life. You know, I, I'd love to go and just live in a rural area, but I feel like I'd get kind of tired of the the lonesomeness. I think I enjoy being in a place where I know there's always someone new to meet. 
and with that, that always means there's a potential to make a new friend or find my next love of my life. You know, that's the big, that's one of the big things I, I would miss is just having the opportunity to go out and just like hang out, you know, I can drive like a mile and like, there's like 300,000 people within that mile. Some people don't like that. I was like, oh, too many people. Like, yeah, I don't like hanging out with a lot of people, but I like having the, like having the option to be able to hang out with people. And that's why I like with all my friends and stuff, it's my dog. <laughs> yeah. Being able to hang out with my friends. My dog is walking around the patio and I think she's being impatient because she wants to go inside. She was laying out here for a while. She was doing good, but I think she's impatient. I think she wants to go in and go to sleep. We're at 44 minutes. I've been talking to you guys' ears off. Um, I was going to do another episode and record one tonight, but I think I'm just going to, like, do this one and that's it, because, um, I don't want to overdo it, and it's just, it would be easier if I had a place to do these, and I could just do them earlier in the morning, and get them done, and then not worry about them, but it's a little harder, because we're quarantined and there's no soundproof areas in this house, except for the patio at night, so this is where we are okay guys i'm gonna go ahead and like streamline the ending here uh, i hope you guys are all doing good i hope that the front line frontliners out there are staying healthy staying sane um i know this one wasn't as humorous as some of the other ones but you know i'm human i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna be someone i'm not i'm not gonna put on a fake you know mask for you to be Oh, I'm going to be happy all the time. It's like, no, I'm human. I'm going to have times where I'm not going to be completely, you know, happy and humorous. You know, I'm going to be who I am. I'm going to be human. I'm going to be who I am. I have troubles. You know, I'll just, I'll do my best to not drown you them, drown you in them, of course. I'm not going to do that. But, you know, I'm human. I'll share things with you and all that. Yeah, there there she, she going in. And she went inside. She's gone forever. So, yeah, I just like, I like being transparent emotionally and, and, and as a person, I don't like putting on like a mask, like, like, oh, I, this is the Just Talking Podcast. How you guys doing? You guys doing good tonight? All right. Tonight we're going to talk about some books. All right. Like, no, that's not me. No, I'd rather be authentic and real, make mistakes, be a human than just do something to be completely fake with you guys just to make make content like that's not that's not who I am I'd rather connect you connect to you guys on like who I this is who I really am and I'd rather connect to you guys that way that's the way I want to connect to you and I think that's more authentic and I think people would think a lot more people enjoy that than someone who's just like has an agenda like this is what I'm going to talk about blah 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 like there's no room for error this is my show and we're doing this content uh, and this happening every night like okay you know people love that structure great this show we we don't do that there's no structure i mean there is structure don't get me wrong there's structure but we're not we're not tied down by it we're not hindered by it like some shows sometimes some shows do great with the structure mine we do better without it Okay, Jesus, it's 47 minutes. Okay, guys, go save the world. 
remember this place is for you guys and for me i want to make a place that's uh, this is a safe place this is a place for us to uh hang out chill talk laugh and just you know show love and be happy especially in these times remember to get sun um I'm trying to like I'm trying to cover all the bases of like all the people whatever people are going through right now because I know there's a lot of people are going through a lot of stuff right now so you know you, you know if you want to talk just email me uh, my email I I connected my email right there on the SoundCloud by the way speaking of SoundCloud make sure God dang it mosquitoes <sighs> make sure to heart the the episode share repost and comment and make sure you follow and then also underneath the description you can find the link to my email the just talking podcast at gmail.com and if you want to talk or something send me an email you know i'll I'll chat with you um you having a tough time or something you need advice you know i can give i can try to give you the advice that i can maybe not the best advice or the perfect advice but I can use what I've gone through to help you or what I what what I think might help. But yeah, go save the world guys. I love you all very much. Um we are going to get through this. Uh this is not this is not the end of the world. This is not Armageddon. This is not the end. We have too much to look forward to. And we have too much things going on right now for this to be the end, so just remember that things are still going. We just we we need to slowly, slowly transition into the social aspect of society, you know. And we got to make sure we you know got to give time to get that vaccine going. You know, once once ninety percent of the population gets the vaccine, you know, we'll be we'll be safer and we can hug and. You can slobber over everybody. You can lick. You can go out and you can lick the telephone poles, okay? Because I know when, once this vaccine comes out, I'm going out. And I'm I'm licking all the poles. You know, I'm licking all the poles. I'm licking everything. I'm licking car doors. I'm licking uh, bathroom door handles. I'm gonna go lick everything, you guys. So, hashtag lick the world. Hashtag lick the world. I'm gonna put that on there. Let me see if, what, who, if I can get. I'm gonna get some like weirdo people listening to my podcast. Uh, hashtag hashtag lick the world. Use that hashtag and like spread my podcast everywhere. Hashtag lick the world. Okay, guys. That's, I'm I'm officially done. Go save the world. I will see you guys tomorrow night. I will put out another podcast tomorrow night, uh, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Alright? Uh, yeah. S- see you later.